Hey folks, it's Sir Richard Wentworth. When you're ready to buy a car, True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Every day, True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these 3 easy steps. First, download the True Car mobile app or go to truecar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. With True Car, you can save time, save money, and never overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit truecar.com today. Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin. Woo! Oh yeah! 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, as I'm sure you can see, it is girls versus boys today. We switched it up. Yes, yeah. I'm your host, Christina Kaplan. Sitting next to me is my beautiful co-host. I have Step Z. I had to sit far away from Kevin John tonight because I wanted to look him in the eye as I told him his team lost again and they're out of the running of yeah! the playoffs. It, the first part is true. She just wanted to look me in the eye. That's all it was. And um, <laughs> she, she just wanted to gaze into the beauty of my eyes. Thank you. And that's a compliment. I appreciate it. All right. And um, I'm Moving Kevin on. John. I'm the 49er lover and um, all things NFL lover. And I'm so glad that you guys tuned in. <laughs> I'm Thaddeus Massey. Like I'm, the, I'm the voice of reason in the peanut gallery. <laughs> Or so he thinks. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. No, everybody here is a fan except for me. I think I keep it pretty. You do. You don't. You haven't even like affiliated yourself with a team. It's kind of like a safe move. I don't know how much I like it. <laughs> I would have to Somebody say. Somebody has to play that role. I would have to say, even though I'm a fan, I'm pretty unbiased when it comes to the entire league, except for the Chargers. I mean, you, you of course get they get upset when you guys make fun of me over and over again Which for we the love one doing. shutout that we had. That's But, not me. That's these two. Yeah, that's what I. That's I what actually, I, mean. I used to really, really like the Chargers. They made some moves. I got disheartened with them. When they got rid of Doug Flutie, when they got rid of Drew Brees, it just kind of went. And then Philip Rivers was like the Eli Manning replacement, right? It wasn't he the quarterback after Eli yeah. Manning didn't go there? Yeah. And I was, yeah, I was like, okay, this this guy is good. He's he's really good. And then you know Antonio Gates came around and he started balling. And then we lost Ladainian Tomlinson, and that that really chapped. He was dried up though by that time when he went to the Jets. He was at the end of his career. Okay, let me tell you something. He wasn't in the prime. Let me tell you, he wasn't in his prime. But let me tell you something. He was still better than half the backs in the freaking league, even when he wasn't. 
He played well. But I mean, that's why he played well for us for a minute. You got to realize that's why a lot lot of bad flashes of brilliance do get traded later on. Like you know, um, that have been once they get post peak because they can still demand big money. Chris Johnson, Darren Sproles. uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, because teams can't hang on to them if they're still demanding big money, but yet they're past their prime. It's kind of a bad investment to put into a player. Mm-hmm. So with LT, I loved LT. I thought he, I loved his little touchdown or whatever, something like that. You know what I have to say about the Chargers? Are you I'm baby actually, lotion? am I wearing, <laughs> am I wearing baby lotion? I am. Do you like the smell of it? I can just smell it. Get a okay. little closer. Good. The thing that I have to say about the Chargers is that. Actually, gonna root for the Chargers over the 49ers Woo! this weekend. Well, it doesn't matter because the 49ers are out. No so, anyways, what. there's oh, no, a Monday wait, night wait. game tonight. I don't know if I'd root for the 49ers. I mean, for the Chargers over the 49ers. Well, wait, wait, would, where is it? Where I would is just it? rather raz him. It's in San Francisco. I would rather raz him than her. What's, the, what's up with the Steph, curse of this Steph, new field? You realize you're the only one on this panel right now whose team. Record is like tied for the bottom but three it teams. It's actually the same. It it's actually matter. the same as a team that beat you last week. So you've got oh. two consecutive losses. One to a team that had the same record as me. And actually, I don't even know if the Raiders won this week. So, so let me ask you a question: When was the last time the Jets made the playoffs? The Raiders. On to you, Tina. Wait, like, the Tina. Years ago. Tina, do you realize you're the only team on this panel that was Wait. beat 37 to zero okay, by a team that actually, was absolutely no. You know what? One of our fans. She's about to cuss. One, no, one of our fans. <laughs> I'll wait, I'll I need to. I need to look it up right now who it was because one of our fans posted. Je- I'm I'm surprised you didn't see it, Steph. That what? the Jets have made have oh, made no, more the, playoff appearances than the 49ers. 49ers. Just overall, in historically, the last, in, in the no, last, in like a certain amount of in the yeah, last certain years, up. yes. We no, need no, to, no, the we last need so many recent credit. years. I'm talking yes. about currently really? the last five, the yes. last four years. You realize the Niners have been to the NFC Championship three consecutive years. Straight. We're, we're gonna look it up. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, we had. I think it was fantasy stats guru kind of. And, and so okay, and wait, Revlocor, did, somebody help me. Who did we pick last week? I forget who I picked. Did I pick the Saints? I think I did. Yeah, I think I think we I all think picked we, the Saints. I don't think I picked the Bears. Mm, no. Yeah. Two of us picked the Bears. I'm pretty sure you two picked the Bears. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. That's right. Because we were the Saints. Saints. And they picked the Saints. Yeah. We picked the Bears. They picked the Saints. Yeah. I, I, I think so. Fantasy stat guru, please let us know who picked two last week. It was a home game. Can I be a little tiny bit louder? Thanks. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. But, Tina, you know, I was going to say this real quick about your Chargers. I do like the Chargers personally because Alex Panos, he's from Stockton, my hometown. He's the well, actually his son's the owner now. So I grew up actually as a big fan of the Chargers. I don't have no hatred for them whatsoever. Okay, so are the 49ers like totally and completely out of contention? Yeah, for there's, they have no chance okay. to make it. Do, are the Chargers completely and totally? No, out no, they're, they're, they're still in contention. When our next two they're games, card, huh? we hit, the, we can get the wild card. Yeah. Okay, so theoretically speaking, since the Jets aren't going to the playoffs. And the 49ers aren't going well, to Well, we playoffs. knew that from week five that the Jets weren't going. But go ahead. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like if you don't go, you don't go. It's kind of like a W. Whether you win by 20 or you win by one. Yeah, you're no both out of win. it no matter what. Yeah. So, so, Bernie, what they're like, saying is your record is irrelevant because you're not going to the playoffs just right. as the Jets are not going to the All playoffs. that matters when it comes as to— As you're sitting there agreeing. Listen, well, first, first of all, records actually—, <laughs> actually um, okay, in hindsight, I'm actually going to defend you on that because records, after you've been eliminated from playoff contention, the only thing that records really depend on is your 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 lottery and a draft pick. Obviously, if you end with a more horrific record than someone else, yeah, you're going to be able to get a top five, top ten draft pick. 
But uh, as far as the Niners are concerned, I mean, we've had our fair shares of ups and downs this season. There's a lot of talk about Harbaugh being um, dismissed. Um, there's talk about Kaepernick. Well, he actually just got that big contract, so it would be stupid to kind of start looking in another direction for him. But Speaking of contracts, well, not to cut you off, but I, I don't know why I didn't know this before, but I learned it tonight. That Jay Cutler is the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. No, no, no. This well, we were going to get to that later, but Wait, now that you brought I, that up, can I actually make a point? About I read contracts. because I was looking up about Jay Cutler's contract tonight, which mm-hmm. then led me to look up about Cap's contract a little bit more, and right. his contract is not the same as yeah. Jay's. They Caps could, they could let him go at yeah. any time yeah. and not owe him anything. Exactly. Caps is year to year. Cap, yes. Caps, yeah. Okay. Cutler, listen to this. This is the most disturbing, atrocious. Um, thing I've read in the last year. Uh, it says this. There is a new highest paid player in the NFL this season. Highest paid out of all the players. And who With would you think new that is? Seven year, $126.7 million contract. Jay Cutler, the Chicago Bears, replaces Peyton Manning as the player with the highest base salary in the NFL. Absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I mean, I, I am flabbergasted by that. I, I'm appalled. Honestly. Okay, so we're at the bar. We're watching the game. And after Steph had bounced, we had gotten to this huge debate. It wasn't actually even a debate. It was actually more of a Jay Cutler would have got, like, teamed up on by all these guys because it was like, how is this guy? He's not even the top third of quarterbacks in the league. And he is the top player. Like, is he even the top half? I would take Was he even the top 50%? Over Jay Cutler. Is he even the top 50%? I would take Jamarcus Russell over Jay Cutler. Oh, my gosh. I I would take Troy Brown over him. I mean, you got to – I agree with you guys. I would take Ryan Leaf over Jay Cutler. I agree that Jay Cutler is definitely not (laughs) – He's terrible. Not an an elite quarterback whatsoever. But you also have to take a look at that non-existent offensive line that they have. The, he had absolutely he got no set, like, time. Seven, seven times, sacks right? tonight. I don't care. The, the, the reason no, I say I don't, I don't care. care because there were some. There were a lot of times when he was off. Um, when he was not in rhythm with his receivers. Right. I never said that I'm, he wasn't. That he wasn't bad. He's bad. But to <laughs> add to it, he has no offensive line protection at all. So it's he just, does. It doesn't help getting sacked over seven times. Well, so like, it, yeah, eight, eight times. Seven sacks. Seven sacks. I mean, the so, thing I mean, is that doesn't help. To his defense, that doesn't help at all. But, I mean, dude, you're going to give a quarterback that kind of money and you're not going to make sure that he has a proper protection to make sure that he can do his job. Yeah. So there's like – he has – They some, were talking he, about putting the backup in tonight. Yeah. That's what they were talking about. Well, like, think yes. about it. I mean, there's a – Jimmy Clausen from yeah. Notre Dame. There's, there, there's yeah. a couple of reasons for that. You don't want the guy that you've spent – I was about to say wasted – all this <laughs> money on to get hurt, yeah. right? Because the contract's already inked. You don't want, you know, have this guy get hurt. And obviously the performance and the momentum of the game is already going the way it's going. So just pull him and put in the backup. Let him get some snaps under his belt. And who knows? Maybe he'll mature a little bit, but, which but is the whole point the of getting is, a backup some experience. But you don't want your 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 elite, your marquee guy, your your Bears elite guy to get hurt. You don't. That is, you gotta realize he wasn't the only one that was under duress tonight. Drew Brees was under a lot of stress. He he made a is lot. I'm talking about but how I'm this directly relates to the, the Chicago difference. Bears. I'm talking about how this directly relates to the Chicago Bears and them leaving him in the game at the rate that the game was going. It, it would have been a wiser choice to pull him out. 
You want to protect the player that's not getting any protection at all, and especially if he's not performing well, all you're doing is risking him having injury. And you've already committed to this crazy, ridiculous, stupid, astronomical contract. So what's this? Is that Cutler? So why why risk him getting hurt? It also seemed like he really didn't care. Going into that second half, there was no sense of urgency on the offense. He was no. walking to each. He was like pissed. Yeah, he... it was evident in his his post game. You could see his post game, his body language. He even like he when he even got left the left the the, the stage, the podium from it, his body language just just well, told the whole story. Maybe there's something else going on too because before this, I mean, you know, clearly Brandon Marshall's out for the rest of the season. He had like a lung and rib injury, but I felt like there was some drama. That we even talked about, there was drama between the two of them. So maybe he's just in this state of, like, first there was drama with this guy, but he actually caught balls. Now I don't really have my go-to guy, even though we weren't getting along. But a lot of his passes were terrible. They were. And actually, speaking of go-to guy, Martellus Bennett is actually Uh second on the team behind Matt Forte as far as receptions are concerned. And He had a horrible night. He had a horrible night. And you saw the frustration between Bennett and... And uh, Cutler, also between Jeffrey yeah. and Cutler. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey's another big play receiver, and he can really Cutler's get him involved just a cry baby. as well. So well, maybe we his receivers are farther, running crappy routes, and they're not, not getting they're not getting open. Also, before we go any farther, further, further, further. Um, in case you didn't watch the game, we should have oh, said yes. this. It was the Saints at the Bears, and the final score was thirty-one fifteen Saints. So back to our Cutler conversation. Um, here's her, his final stat, 17 for 31, 194 yards, three interceptions. He didn't have... Well, he had two touchdowns. But okay, they, but they were late in the game that were... Right. You know, don't count. Didn't, didn't, <laughs> so they didn't don't really count. matter. Yeah. Um, Shows up on the stat sheet, though. What do you, sure what do you think the future for Jay Cutler is? Do you see him in starting for the Bears again next season? I see his or future as a very rich man, according to his contract. Yeah. Uh, I see him starting for the for the Bears again. I see, like, you see that he still has the skill. I feel like there's something else going on. I feel like um, th- that that you know you saw like when they go for the two point conversion when they when they were doing these things, he actually made a few good passes in clutch moments so it's clear that he's you know a veteran for in some way but for some reason he's not executing consistently he's very inconsistent yeah i mean obviously we just talked about his crazy contract but so insane contract yeah so there's a lot of talk too of uh mark trustman their head coach being fired um, do you think that is a more likely probability than Jay Cutler not starting next season? Well, you know, I, I mean, a lot of times you always, when, when, when you see teams suffer that have invested this much in the players, the first thing you always go to is the head coach. You know, what's not working? And I think in the NFL, more than any other sport, the head coach is scrutinized more than anything. Um, and that's just because there's a sense of urgency to win in a sport where you only have 16 games. But... Um, I don't know if I'd necessarily point it all at Tresto because, honestly, I don't think their defense was necessarily outstanding tonight either. You know, you give up 31 points. There's very few teams in the league that can give up 30 points on the regular and still win games. And those are teams that have Peyton Mannings, Aaron Rodgers, uh, and other offensive powered machines that yeah, can do it. Yeah, but also if the offense so, isn't executing, they're three and out. Then you're going to keep your defense on the field. They're going to get worn down, and you're going to get scored on. Well, which is true, because if you notice, the Saints put up, and that's another thing to attribute how bad the uh, Bears defense is, the Saints put up like two or three 
um, 80 plus yard drives yeah. down the field. That one was a 95 yard drive, which was wearing the defense down. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, look, you know, you can't keep letting them convert and keep your offense on the sideline, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I, I think, in addition to um, you know, in addition to the poor offensive play, I think their defense has to improve as well. And and back to what you said, Trestle. I don't know if he's the one that should get the axe. That's a really good question. Um, I think it's a combination of things. Right, but I think that the Bears will, like, if it, say there's a, a communication problem or something that's just not clicking between the two of them, I think he'll go before Cutler. Yeah. Well, as far I'm, as Cutler is concerned, what what is his contract stipulation as far as when he can opt out or when uh, he could be traded? I like, mean, it's I don't know the de- the details. It's seven years, fifty four million guaranteed, one hundred and twenty six million total. Um, so if he gets traded, somebody else has to pick up. The so game. they just yes, have to pick exactly. up whatever. That means the last team he'll play for is the Bears. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. What other team no right now? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. I mean, so, so, so <laughs> no, you know they what? wouldn't be that stupid. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Jay Cutler. No, I mean, actually, I wouldn't want him. And he, yeah, I was about to say. You know, be, 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 he's be, got like. Jay Cutler is not nah, a Geno Smith. Die-hard Jets fan said we wouldn't want him. No. Look, Jay, honestly, Jay I mean, Cutler, he's than Geno Smith. Jay, Jay Cutler, Jay Cutler has been more heavily scrutinized than normal because of this contract. He's not a bad quarterback. But, he's not. He's not. He's not. But shit. he didn't even do he's, so he's, he's awesome not that to bad. get the contract. Here's the thing. The thing is, he shows flashes of brilliance. And it, he's just not consistent. And then when you have a game that happened tonight, you you don't really know. Who's not doing what? I can tell you one thing: the receivers weren't running weren't running great routes. So if he's trying to drop dimes to his receivers and he's trying to sling them where they are, he can't always lead them if they're not running like if they're not running right, but tight I feel like routes. That's is... why you're gonna have tip passes because the DBs you're gonna be like slightly covered. Okay, what do I do? Right. Nobody's running a tight route. Okay, I have to throw it over here because I have to get rid of the ball. Oh, it's gonna be a tip pass because it's not a, not a tight route. Well, let me hold on to it. People are covered, which is. What I normally would do as a quarterback because right, nobody's but, getting open. Right, but if you were to turn oh, on the Bears they game three weeks ago, sacked. it'd be the same thing. Like he's been, yeah. this has been his inconsistent consistency the whole season that he's been not throwing passes to where they could be caught. Like it's not just he had a bad game, his receivers didn't show up, they're running the wrong routes. Like there's a clear misfire, miscommunication going on with that team, I think. Well, well yes, because not, remember yeah. when we saw them on Monday Night Football earlier in the season when they played the Jets? Remember that game? No. Yes. He actually, I remember, we talked about how good he looked. Yeah. And that he was composed and Tina, he was... Tina, anyone looks good against the Jets. Go ahead. Okay, but still... I cannot wait. I cannot believe that I'm not going to be here next week to talk about... I'm calling in. I'm calling in. It's going to be 2 a.m. in New York, and I am calling in to talk about the 49ers Chargers, especially if the Chargers win. Okay. Which they will. But anyways. um, (laughs) I love you, Steph. Definitely definitely inconsistent, which is not what you want in a leader, Mm -hmm. quarterback of your team, franchise quarterback. How long has he been there now? I I think he's been with them the last seven seven seasons. Since 2009. Since 2009. But I think the thing that's most mind-boggling, speaking of his inconsistency, one of the things that's most mind-boggling about Jay Cutler is if you look at his stats, and they even showed this during Monday Night Football tonight, if you look at his stats over the last, I think it was five to seven years, 
Um, they showed the average quarterback in the last seven years with as many starts as him, and they showed that his stats were average or below average compared to them. So the thing that's real confusing with me is why reward an average quarterback with an elite contract yeah, when why clearly is he there? he's never been elite throughout. I could see if he had some sparks of being elite in his career, but I think any season back to 2006 when he came in the league, he was never considered a top five or even a top ten quarterback. So that's I, 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 I'm still mind a little confused. Maybe the Chicago Bears just wanted consistency at the quarterback position, so they were desperate to give him something, but I, I cannot justify that to save my life. Yeah, uh, I agree. I don't really understand it either. Um, especially if you bring up the fact that clearly they showed the stats, you know, were not adding up to what he was actually paid. It doesn't really make sense because I will say, you know, Colin Kaepernick performed as he, you know, as you would expect for the kind of contract that he got. Absolutely. And he was new. He was like the new hot thing. Like this is someone who's been there. Like, it wasn't like all of a sudden Jay Cutler did something that it was like, holy crap, we got to make sure he stays a Chicago Bear. Yeah. But money and contracts don't make a player better. It's up to the player to actually perform. It to actually earn puts that more contract. pressure on They make on it them. worse. Yeah. It does put more pressure on them. And, and I mean, Jay look Cutler, at Cap this year. <laughs> you can see that he has the pressure. I mean, I think if a player is capable of is that. Is it pressure or they get comfortable? I don't know. That's what, yeah, that's I, a good I mean, question. I'm not sure about that. Well, for the, Mark Sanchez, it was complacency. But for everyone else, it can always differ. It can motivate you. I'm pretty sure. How many playoffs did Kaepernick get you guys to? How many playoffs? Uh, he, uh, his first uh, two, well, he started as, he took over as a starter in 2012. And he took us to the Super Bowl that year. Last year, he took us to the NFC Championship. I'm pretty sure Mike's, Mark Sanchez did the same thing. Not the Super Bowl, but to the championships. Yeah, his he, first he went to the AFC Championship. That is true. That so is true. I don't, I don't understand. But I'm saying he got... No, the, the question was, okay, what happens when a player gets rewarded that big contract? And we were saying sometimes Sanchez players... Sanchez did not get a big contract. No, he did He did get a pretty uh, hefty contract. I think it was after his third year in the league. And then we were saying that he got complacent. He got comfortable. Yeah, we talked about and, that. And Yeah, exactly. And I Or think he got was, hurt. Well, or he was eating hot dogs on the bench, whatever it was. But um, at any rate, um, I was saying the same thing. I, I'm saying it could have happened to my cap as well. You know, he could have easily got a little complacent as well, comfortable with the big contract. But um, anyways. With so, cap- so what you just did is compare your Kaepernick to Mark Sanchez. It's kind of awesome. Actually, because they both had success. <laughs> they had a lot of success their first early, couple of years in the league. Early, yeah. So that's why I am making it. T- I think it's so pretty- Kaepernick's going to suck next year. Sorry. <laughs> I know. If he follows the trade of... No. <laughs> Excuse me. God, Lee. Um, I, <laughs> I'm not sick. Um, but anyways, uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying that Cap, you know, once he gets... It, yeah, whatever. But anyways, we'll see when they play the Chargers uh, this upcoming... We will see. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Um, yeah. Speaking of quarterbacks, let's let's talk about the other quarterback in this game. Drew Who is 100% an elite quarterback yes. in the league. Oh, yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of his performance? He's a baller. Shot call. 29 for 36, 375 yards, three touchdowns. Signature Drew Brees game. Drew Brees. Yep. Signature feel, Drew Brees game. And I feel like game. it was almost effortless. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees yeah. is like like I said to me one of the most underrated elite quarterbacks in the league. I still feel that way. He still gets underrated. He Man's still, won a Super Bowl. I feel like if he had Yeah, but so did Trent Dilfer. I mean <laughs> that doesn't mean I, that doesn't mean that's <laughs> nothing. Right. Yeah, so Eli Manning is, has two Super Bowls. Exactly. So does Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. So that has nothing to do exactly. 
point made. So yeah. that doesn't mean I don't that Drew Brees to me is not underrated. I, I still I feel like he's underrated. I yeah. I agree with you, Thaddeus, and I think that if he was on a team, if Drew Brees was on a team, I guess okay, let's say if Drew Seahawks. Brees was on the Seahawks. Yes, I feel like he would just demolish yes. everyone yes. because yes. that is the problem right Hands now. Is the down. Saints' defense is horrendous, right? And therefore. You know, and then even just all all around, there's the Saints are not as good as they were, obviously. Right. Yeah. And so it's kind of like casting a shadow standard. on his ability to shine. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but you still see what an elite quarterback he is, despite all most of the, the problems with he's, that team. He's, in, he's one of the most yeah. consistent guys you're going to find. Exactly. And you know, you made a very good point. You know, Drew Brees is one of those few elite quarterbacks that literally the team is on their shoulders. Right. Pretty much your play, if you have a bad game, your team's going down. If you play good, your team, he's not, you know, it's not taking anything away from Russell Wilson, but he can't, Drew Brees can't go out there and have, you know, complete eight out of 15 passes for 90 yards and still win the game. Now, Russell could do that because he has a great cast around him, but Drew has to pretty much play at a superb level every game if they want to win. So that's why I give him so much respect and he looked great tonight. You know. Yeah. um, One of his Usually, notoriously most popular targets, Jimmy Graham. Not so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What do you guys think has happened to Jimmy Graham? Uh, I, I, He's I, definitely underachieved this season. I think we can all agree with that. Yeah. Is he womp, hurt? Womp. Uh, right now, I think he had some something to do with the arm, okay. um, shoulder issue, or well, something I mean, like that. But. Yeah. You know, he, he was actually he actually five led, receptions for eighty seven yards. He was the leading receiver on the Saints tonight. Matter of fact, yeah, he, but he dropped a lot of passes that yeah. typical Jimmy Graham catch. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, when you're that phenomenal, you know, obviously there's high expectation for you day in, game in and game out. Typically, five receptions for eighty seven yards for any other random tight end in the league. That's a pretty decent. <laughs> that is a pretty decent. Um, our producers. Uh, uh, making sounds back well, there. Well, let's let's Say let's roll Alexis. back to that Say Saints Forty ers game. No, I thought I know that Steph caught it. I thought you you said day after day, but it sounded like Gaiman after Gaiman or you something said, like that. Yeah, and it was like yeah, really we, yeah. We know what he meant. Yeah. What? So we just kept going. Uh, <laughs> I guess yeah, we're used they're making to fun of my John they're making his... fun of my diction. Yes. Aren't you a teacher? I am. Okay. Am I in class right now? Whoa. Should be. Yeah, yeah exactly. we're Should go you. back. So listen. No. No. Should go back. Remember, I wonder how did Jaints, uh, how did Geno Smith do on his wonder, wonderlific test? Is it wonderlick? Wonderlick. How did he do on that? Ooh, he made I'm not he talking about Geno Smith. I'm talking about you. Doesn't matter. Ryan Fitzpatrick got a perfect bitch. score that on true. that, and he's not a great quarterback, yeah, so I agree. that doesn't matter. That is true. Yeah. But uh, no, what I was saying is back to that Saints 49ers game where Jimmy Graham got called on the offensive pass interference on that phenomenal catch that would have oh. given the Saints the win. Yeah, that was bullshit. That's what I'm saying. That's the kind. Those are the kind of catches that you're used to seeing Jimmy Graham make, and he had a lot of dropped passes tonight that he normally catches. And he was being guarded by somebody half his size. Like yeah. he looks like. Was he cold? I, I don't. Maybe that was a. a, a was somebody that? was raining. It was cold. It was like up forty degrees. No, I, I think like it was colder than forty degrees. Yeah, I feel like he hasn't had a bad season. I feel like it's more like he had a bad game. No, but it, they showed his stats. They're significantly his his Overall? yards are I'll significantly look it up right now. lower look it up. this year than they were last year. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe he's more hurt than we think. Well, I don't know. That's the nature of the game. These guys play hurt on a regular basis. Yeah. 
Right, but I'm so, saying maybe he's being affected in a different way, but there's no one else to put in his spot. Well, and they were also saying during the broadcast that, I mean, you remember in the beginning of the season when there was all that talk of him wanting to be known as a wide receiver, not a tight end. Yeah. Um, you know, and everyone... He wanted that wide receiver contract. Exactly. And yeah. so they were like, you know, no, you're a tight end. Be quiet. And <laughs> uh, But the, some of the guys were saying tonight that he's like, he, whoever it was, whichever announcer was like, you know, even though he was stated as a tight end, these guys are guarding him like a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... They obviously it is making it a little bit more difficult for him, but still, you gotta just, he's a skilled, you gotta, a skilled player. He should be able to catch those passes. Yes. Yeah, you got to prove up. You know, when you're competing with the legacies of yeah, Shannon Sharps and and guys like that, there was just then yeah, you got to earn that. There was something in the air with dropping balls this weekend, though. Yeah, How about the, the beginning of the Green game? Packers? It was Jordy Nelson. Oh, my God. The Packers team. dropped, what, seven balls? And, and, and Aaron Rodgers was dropping dimes, too. How yeah. about the I beginning mean, of this game, though? There was, like, back-to-back fumbles. It was, it was a messy a start. It was like, no, yeah, but I think the weather, people realize that the weather does affect football games, you know. It can, uh, you, you know, as far as fumbles and things. I mean, because they play outside in all kinds of different weather conditions. So, right. yeah. I don't think, you know, we kind of take for granted that they're professionals. But, like, you know, sometimes weather does affect the ball. No, I agree. No, it definitely it does. It, yeah. definitely it affects it. it, but at the end of the day, both teams have that same weather. So the team that's more prepared, the team that, you know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. like only one team. It's not like only the Packers had weather if weather affected them dropping a million passes. Yeah, we were all wrong on that. That, that was such a huge upset. And I just want to say, you guys, last week I kept telling you, I don't think that this Packers defense is that good. And look what happened. The Bills came out and beat them. Yeah, but the Packers have never won they have never beaten the Buffalo Bills in about, Buffalo. I know, I know that stat, but I don't care about that kind of stuff. Like this, this Packers team is supposed to be at an elite top, you know, team in the league right now. Yeah, they're gonna you bounce know, right possibly back. Super Bowl contenders, nope. and well, they listen, get upset like they're that. They're gonna b- listen, bounce you, right you, back. When you have teams that that are premier teams in the league, for them to just breeze by the teams that you expect them to beat would almost almost assume that they might potentially have an undefeated season, especially if they're a premier team. That means they can overcome the obstacles of beating a good team or an above-average team. But usually what happens is they do lose to the sorry teams because they underrate them or they take that week off or yeah. it's just assumed that they're going to win that game. It doesn't matter. And they, really. usually, and they usually lose. That's what usually happens. What? Yeah. Well... As an NFL professional, you should prepare every game. As yeah, a, and we did talk as in the about Raiders that. and the Forty ers You see what happened with that game? Yes, they beat up on the Battle of the Bay. It was yeah. like okay, everybody was like Forty ers going to win this game. Well, the Niners have really been sloppy this, this game. Year. No. It's it's like that though. You know, there's a lot of rivalries, and I feel like I think we talked about this. I don't know a few few weeks ago, whichever team it was um, that. Teams will come, like, exactly what you said, Thaddeus. Like, they'll come out and they underestimate the other team because they're like, oh, you know, whatever. It's just the Bills. Like, we're, we'll are we'll be fine. We'll, right. we'll beat them. No problem. And then the Bills come out like, this is the Packers. Like, we need to win. This is, you know, we have no chance, but let's still right. win. Right. And, uh, you know, that's when it gets, they get upset. So. I mean, players know when they're on that, that big stage. Yeah. You know, when you're playing – Little Sisters of the Poor, and you know, there's the the 
the TV the, the, the TV ratings are going to be like whatever because oh, yeah. it's like oh, that might have been my favorite one that you've pulled out Sisters of the Poor <laughs> Little Sisters of the Poor they're not playing anybody right so when the team when a team that's an elite team is not playing anybody it's like oh they're going to beat them no one's really going to be interested you got to right. remember people want to be entertained this is entertainment still at the end of the day people want to see a good matchup it's it's like it's like watching a game and then looking into the second quarter or, or halftime, and then you see the score, like one of the teams is getting blown out. You're really not interested yeah. in seeing the second half. So you want to see some level of competition. Like well, speaking of speaking of entertainment, and, and yeah, that's what I was about to say. Speaking <laughs> of entertainment, what do you guys think about uh, Johnny Manziel in his, in his debut? He Thank sucks. God. I don't <clears throat> like him, and I'm super happy it happened that way. I, I, I think he's a little cocky piece of trash. I agree. If any players in the NFL or any player that plays professional sports is not cocky, they have no business being a professional athlete. But think, I disagree. Okay. There's On confidence and there's cocky. Think and about there's a big Kobe difference. Bryant is confident. Every, that is a beast. Yeah, but you can't be cocky and then your first start play like that. They're Richard just, Sherman is the most cockiest player in the NFL. Okay, but can I can I make a point, right, though? Think about this. He's a rookie. His first start came in December during like playoff, like Teams are trying to get to the playoffs, and Mike Pettin just threw him in there like, hey, you know, time to get your first start. Good luck. And then after the games... Tina, are you defending his horrendous no, play? No, no, I'm not defending Johnny Manziel, but I'm saying that Mike Pettin is equally as at fault for throwing him in. And this is what a lot of our guys on our show on NFL AM... I'm a production assistant for that show. You should watch it. It's a great show. But all of our analysts were <laughs> nice saying plug. that. All of our analysts were saying that. Imagine, yeah, my. That um, was cute. I like. Imagine throwing a rookie in, magazine. You know, right into playoff December. Like it's intense but. football, and and he just. Now he can't go back. He can't start See, Hoyer. Now he can't start Hoyer. I don't, I, don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I feel like Johnny Manziel was probably sitting in a situation that was like, put me in, coach. I can do something different for this team. Put me in, coach. I don't think that it was a blindside, like, you know, 20th hour, whatever, it, the last hour call, like, go in now. No, it wasn't. It was definitely decided on ahead of time. But I don't know if I necessarily think that Johnny Manziel was begging to be put in. Not begging, but I'm sure if if he was asked, I'm sure he's like, I got this one. Like, he has that confident, like... Yeah, and the thing you got to realize is Johnny Manziel has gone through extensive training and preparation for this day to start. It wasn't like this was his first week of practicing with the first first team reps. He has been prepared extensively to play. I mean, you saw him earlier in the season when they had special packages for him. They would bring him in the game. So I don't think he was just a blind sign thrown in. I think Manziel was well prepared. They've been working on him this whole season. It's been a developmental process for him. And I feel that they did everything they could to make sure that he was ready to play. And he just failed to show up. And, and I think it's funny how all the other players were like doing the money thing in yeah, their space. That was, like they were it kind of showed exactly that Bucking they were like, yeah, it shows what everyone else thinks of him. That he's league. a little cocky piece of trash. Yeah, look, at the end, he's still at talented. The, listen, though. I'm not taking anything away from him. He's talented, and I appreciate listen, confidence. I understand the, that, but he's a little bit too big for his britches right now, and he kind of <laughs> showed his ass. At the end of the day, <laughs> I mean, there's no kid, other way really listen, to say it. This kid just got to the NFL. 
Right, so you don't be acting like that until you do something good. Your what about so that, so that is, what do you mean by that? You, you don't, don't see Derek, you don't see Derek Carr, you don't see Blake Bortles, you don't exactly. see these guys who are starting there for other, their teams. They're, they're different people. He doesn't have to act like them. Why does he have to act like no, them? No, he doesn't have to. But, he, but listen, this guy is himself as himself. I'm I'm completely confident in saying that this guy would be like that even if he wasn't a Heisman Trophy winning, you know, first round pick and all this whatever. That's his right, personality. And I'm just that people like it that has nothing to do with him being the guy. <laughs> and, I don't yeah. think it has anything to do with him being that guy who blah blah blah. He just happens to be a football player, and that's his personality. Right? He's just he's just. But well, but, the, but a, the point a, is, he doesn't have the he doesn't have the talent, the skill to back it up, which is Thank embarrassing. You. Okay, Thank you. Wait, hold on. He should be embarrassed. You're like almost, you're almost summarizing this guy's complete career. Off of one game, and he just got to the league. I'm just saying he shouldn't, like, if he would have started his first game and shut another team out, then I could see him doing all this and me like, woohoo, but, but, but. It's like, but it's not even his fault. It's the NFL's fault. What, uh, he's, you don't see Blake Bortles doing Snickers commercials. Why are you, you comparing this guy? This. What, what, look, when you become a professional athlete, you get endorsements. That's part of making money. Right, That's but I'm a saying business. he got all these endorsements and all this stuff because of his whole Because he knew persona, how to, he know how to effectively brand himself And none of it was based on his athleticism. And to me, that it was ba- me. Well, Hold on, wait. So what athleticism was it? What was it based on? In the NFL is what I'm saying. He, before he okay, played so anything he had accomplished in the NFL, something. To get to of the course, NFL, of course, because he got tra- of okay. course, I so understand that. But kid, I'm saying it's a very there. different game from college to NFL. We've said the transition yes. over and over and over. Yes. So when he got yes. the time to shine, he fell flat. We all, I mean, that's and what he'll happens. get more time to shine, and he will be doing this again. But you know, yes, I'm not will. saying he won't. He'll but he'll ball out. And you if know, this kid is a flat out disgrace and just like a bust. Just yeah, if he's a total bust, a lot of people would be shocked. And you, you but can't you, be that cocky or confident and not have the something to to back it up. Well, that's what that's what level. that's exactly my point that I'm saying. Like when you're that cocky and you haven't earned your keep yet in a exactly. league where you're a rookie, it's kind of douchey. No, yeah. it's just the fact that everybody wants to humble him and they want to haze him and they're like you're you know because they weren't that guy when they got there. Think about it. But you know how badly no, all these okay. defense, these DBs and guys want to just exactly knock take him the out, crap out yeah. of him. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it's like he shows I've up. I've heard people say that they want so bad to just knock him There's down. Probably uh, undercover bounty right now in the NFL going against teams that are playing him just to take him out of the game. But with no like bounty, just because they want to just shut him up. That's that's what. But is he walking around saying, I'm the best player ever? What is he doing? Practically with his actions and doing this. I don't know what this means. If someone's coming up to you after every play going like that, aren't you going to get a little annoyed? Yeah, imagine if you were on the other side of the ball, Thaddeus. Like, I get where you're coming from, but imagine if you were playing. (laughs) No, that's what I'm saying. Imagine if you were playing Johnny Manziel. How annoyed would you be? It's just like the freshman that has to shut him up. Okay, to me, It's like you're not respecting your elders. Like, you got into this league, like, prove yourself before you're that guy. They're all the same. And I guess he's doing something right because we're talking about it. They're all the same place doing the same thing. I have no problem. You know, I'm not bashing Johnny Manziel being Flash and all that other stuff. If he wants to do that, that's fine. My thing is this. If you're going to be the Flash, be like Deion Sanders, okay? Be super flashy, all this, ah, dancing around, but back it up on the football field. Johnny Manziel... All the flash. So Deion Sanders has never had a bad game. Absolutely horrible yesterday. <laughs> absolutely horrible. He, his quarterback rating was like one or yeah. negative three, and I don't even think he could be negative. It was absolutely horrible. So that's my thing against him. It's like, look, dude, if you want to come and play with big boys, you have to play like a big boy. You play yesterday like a Sisters of the Corn or whatever he said. <laughs> 
All right. And that's sisters what, of the poor people. Little sisters of the poor. S- sisters of the poor. That's who we showed up. At with the end of the day, I just think there's too the much assessment going on with this one game. Other players right. walking around. If the other players were true vets and they were com- confident in what they've accomplished in the league, they'd be like. Yeah, so what? Uh, Johnny Manziel. All right, deal. so let's. No. let's there would be in his face going like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we they got saw that. We saw that first start. We'll see what happens this weekend. I'm right. not sure who they play, but then we'll we'll come back to it next week and analyze the second game because you I know think that there just Hoyer's hasn't been not, enough play right. to effectively assess yeah. what he could be in this league. You can't go on him having just been tossed in right. for this one start and saying, "See, see, we knew it, we knew it." We, Right, but what I'm saying is I think that it's a little bit more professional and a little bit more of uh, doing, not being, not owning that you're going to be the shit until you are the shit. Exactly. But he's already proved that he is the shit. Not in the NFL. Not in the NFL. NFL. He's a joke right now. In college, yeah, in the NFL, he's the last to stock. And did you see his suit that he was wearing? Someone needs to get that man a stylist. All right. see his interview? Enough Johnny (laughs) football for one day. Let's move on to our prediction. Good idea. After Buzz TV prediction. Can that kid live? That's a new one. I know. Um, Okay, so... Monday Night Football next week, which I'm actually really excited about. I think this is probably the best matchup we've seen this season. Broncos at Bengals. The Bengals are on a little hot streak right now. They're going to be at home. They're fighting. It's two. They're both those. Both those teams are top of their division right now. I think it's going to be a good matchup. Then we have the Bears versus the Lions. And the Ooh. Saints versus the Falcons, oh. an NFC South show. That's yeah. going to be good. This, yeah. Saints, Saints versus Falcons. the Falcons. Yes. Okay, and then you so, said the, who's against the uh, Lions? Bears versus Lions. Where? It's uh, in Detroit. In no, sh- well, in Chicago because okay. yeah, because it'd be at Lions if it was. I would have wrote at Lions. Oh, okay. Um, so Kevin, you go first with your picks then. Bears. I'm taking the Lions. They're looking really good this year, really good. Um, and Jay Cutler is demoralized after this defeat. Um, as far as the Broncos and the uh, the um, Bengals. the Bengals, Bengals are a good team, really good team. But I'm, there's no way I'm putting them above Peyton. Yeah. Peyton's going to come back, and uh, we know he's a little sick this week, but he's going to come back dumping. And um, Saints versus Falcons. Saints, who, who, who? Now that's going to be good. Who, where I think is it? Saints I, at Falcons. No, it's it's in New Orleans. Okay. Superdome. I think that the. Key uh, to that game for the Falcons is whether or not Julio Jones plays. Yeah, because he was in. He's still he a little. Play, he didn't play last, and I left him in my lineup. So stupid. For fan, fantasy. Yeah. So I'm out. Well, I think not only if Julio Jones play, but also if Jimmy Graham can step up and have a big game this game too. Yeah. You know, I think that would be a deciding factor as well. So that that's that's a really good. That, that literally that can go either way. So I'm just gonna pick the Saints because they're at home. Okay, that is. So. I'm going to pick the Saints, the Bengals. What? Over the Broncos? They're in Cincinnati, right? Mm-hmm. What do I'm I? going to take the Bengals. Audacious there. Uh, and the Lions. Is there another game that I'm missing? No, nope, that's it. Okay. Um, yes, actually, Thaddeus, who are you going to pick, the Chargers or the 49ers? No. The Chargers. <laughs> You're going to disrespect me, and you sit right next to me. That's not that's disrespect. Right. I thought we was cool. That's just, a, that's just a real assessment of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steph, let's hear your pick. Ah, I think I'm going to go with my first. With my first instinct, and go with the Bengals. I don't know why I'm probably me wrong, but I kind of think they're going to win. And I'm going to go with the Lions and the Falcons and the Chargers, just because I want Kevin to lose. 
Yeah, I. <laughs> I cannot wait until next Monday. I really can't. Obviously, you know, be, I'm calling in. I'm obviously, so calling. you know, I'm taking the Chargers. Um, I am gonna go with the Broncos, even though the Bengals are on a hot streak right now. I agree with Kevin. I I think Andy Dalton's gonna blow it, and I don't think Peyton Manning. Uh, I mean, I just it's hard for me to put anyone up against him exactly. and say that they'll beat him. Um, I definitely the Lions. Obviously, I mean, the Bears are just pitiful, but. This Saints Falcons game is like ah go to know, that's it could so, that's go either tough. way. Go like, Manzo is better than Cutler. Mm, I don't know about that. There's not enough. <laughs> that's controversial there's not statement. Enough game I'm, just, I'm just talking to, to, yeah. I'm just talking mess. Vince Young is better no. than Cutler. Um, the bad thing okay. it's hard because the Saints are at home. You know, they they played well tonight. They didn't play outstanding, but they played well. Um, the Falcons are fighting. Either team wins out the division, they make it to the playoffs. So it's it's a real uh, important game for them. They've been a little sluggish. Yeah, the Saints have an easier uh, an easier schedule. They play the Bucks after the Falcons, so like the, the likelihood of them making to the playoffs is a little bit greater. But yeah. pick <sighs> a team. Pick it. I think I'm gonna go Saints. Like I want to pick the Falcons so bad, but I just their defense is just you so know, you gotta bad. Learn, you got to learn. It to, you got to learn. Their defense is so bad. They were ranked last. You I learn think. To bet so. with your heart. <laughs> And actually, um, you know what, Tina? Since our teams are playing each other next week, we should have a little bet going. So on. this is so, my only. Yeah. This is my game Tina, to tie up. If, you, if, if I beat, if, tr- if I win this Broncos, the Bengals beat the Broncos, then me and Tina are tied again. She's got a game. She's got up on me a game. So, anyways, Tina, if if the Niners win next week, or excuse me, when the Niners win, you have to wear the and and Steph knows all about this jersey because she looked outstanding in it. My classic Jerry Rice throwback jersey. That's fine. And when the Chargers win, you can you can wear my women, woman's small Charger shirt. Deal. Okay. Deal. You see it right? <laughs> ah, it's deal. And Steph, I can't when wait the to see win, Kevin in a little tight. I'm not call sure. in. I'll call in. I will when call you, in, and I will all? give you the biggest, yeah. best shout out you've ever gotten in your entire life. Oh, I can't wait. Yes. All right. And where's this game at again? It's in San Fran. But we oh, all I can't know believe Levi Stadium is cursed. Levi Stadium, which cursed. I will be at Levi Stadium two weeks from now to watch them play the Arizona Cardinals, which are the NFC West. We should have planned this better. We all really should have went to this game together. That would have been we awesome. Have. Have fun. That would have been awesome. Shout, shout, out, shout out to Kevin. And I'm his still Morehouse down. T-shirt. If anyone, know, if right? anyone that last minute wants to enough. go. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right. Yeah, on that just so note, you know, just so you know, he represented yeah. HBCU. On, on that note, thank you guys uh, so much for watching. You know we love you. And yes. just in case you were wondering, we are going to have playoff coverage and Super Bowl coverage. Guys, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at HeyKevinJohn or my website, it's KevinJohn.com. Read my sports blogs. There's that smile. Club Thaddeus everywhere at GQJedi.com. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Steph Z with an F. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tina Cap. So we will see you next week. It's almost time for playoffs. Bye. Go Niners. Playoffs. Peace. Jets are going to beat the Patriots. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later.
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.